Hey everyone, welcome back to Bible Verse Breakdown. Today I'm going to be breaking down Psalms chapter 119, verse 33, where the psalmist said, Teach me, O Lord, the way of thy statutes, and I shall keep it on to the end. So, what I want to talk about is that last phrase, and I shall keep it on to the end. You know, in mainstream Christianity, there's this popular doctrine that's uh, once saved, always saved, which essentially means that the moment we come to Christ, we're like saved and we can't lose our salvation. So even if we make mistakes and whatever, we're still, you know, saved like eternally. And there are variations to that, but generally that's the idea. And I want to break this verse down just so that we can look at this idea biblically and see whether the Bible actually sends this message or not. If you read Hebrews chapter 3, verse 14, for example, this is just one of many verses in the Bible that seems to hint at that idea that maybe we do have to actually finish the race to be saved rather than being saved the moment we come to Christ. He said, For we are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. Another such place is Matthew chapter 24, verses 12 and 13, where Jesus Christ said, And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Another text is Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 to 14, where Paul spoke about how at that point when he was writing the epistle, he had not yet been saved because he didn't finish his race of salvation. So it was when he would have finished it that he could then say, I have, you know, made it and I have been saved. In that particular account, he said, not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So it's a continuous race. It's a lifelong journey or contract. What's more, the author of Hebrews said in Hebrews chapter 10, verses 35 and 36 and verses 38 and 39, Cast not away therefore your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. For ye have need of patience that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. Now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them that draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Let's look at that last part where he says that if we veer off eventually, then what we've done in the past isn't going to count. He says, but we are not of them who draw back unto perdition. If you read Ezekiel chapter 33 verse 13, God Almighty emphasizes the fact that if we veer off, Whatever we've done before doesn't count, showing we're not once saved, always saved, but we have to reach the end in order to actually obtain salvation. He said, When I shall say to the righteous that he shall surely live, if he trusts to his own righteousness and commit iniquity, all his righteousnesses shall not be remembered, but for his iniquity that he hath committed, he shall die for it. I mean, think of someone like Solomon. 
In 1 Kings chapter 11, verses 1 to 9, he veered off significantly. He married 700 wives, which is, well, a little much. And in addition to that, he began to serve all their gods and build altars for them and stuff like that. He polluted the land and he set the stage for Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, to worsen the issue. And it just, it compounded from there. So he ended badly. And hundreds of years later, during the reign of King Josiah, he began to tear down some of those things that Solomon had done in 2 Kings chapter 23, verse 13. So, is that kind of guy going to be saved? Well, I don't know. If you also look at 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 9 and 10, Paul spoke about Demas, who was someone who used to work with Paul. If you read some of his earlier epistles, he referenced Demas and albums like Demas greets you and so on. They were together. But then in 2 Timothy, we hear, For Demas hath forsaken me, having loved this present world, and is departed unto Thessalonica. So when people veer off, whatever they've done before doesn't now count or save them or no. Like the way they end is how God Almighty uses to sort of measure them. And that is why it is important that we reach the end for everything to count. Just as when you are in university, you have to get to the end of the course. If you don't get to the end of the course, you don't get rewarded for what you've done before. It's all a waste of time. You have to get to the end and pass for you to actually get the degree. So I think it's beneficial for us all to see salvation as like that. You have to finish the race if you want to achieve the reward. And that is where I'm going to stop on breaking down Psalm 119 verse 33, which once again reads, Teach me, O Lord, the way of thy statutes, and I shall keep it unto the end. Have a good day, and God bless you. Oh, one more thing. If you guys liked what you heard, feel free to share a voice message at https colon double slash anchor dot fm slash verse breakdown slash message. Once again, that's https colon double slash anchor dot fm slash verse breakdown slash message. Hope to see you there.